Hey everyone, this is Ryan Wolt. Welcome to the Cheers North County podcast presented by the Coast News Group. Welcome back to the show. I'm glad you're here today, and it's honestly cool to think that people like you choose to spend just a little bit of their day listening. Today's guest is Carlsbad, California native Gilbert Gastelum. He is the general manager of Casa de Bandini at the Forum Mexican Restaurant, also here in Carlsbad. Anyone who listens to this show knows that Casa de Bandini has been an awesome sponsor for us, and that I used to be a general manager myself in the restaurant business. What you don't know is that in the fall of 2019, I made an offer to buy a local restaurant. That deal fell through in December, just a few months before the pandemic hit in earnest. I have spent more than a few moments over the past year thinking about what might have been, how my life might be drastically different right now, and because I can't help it, how I would have dealt with the day-to-day of this pandemic, as a restaurant owner both emotionally and strategically. Talking to Gilbert gave me an opportunity to glean some of those insights, and see what Casa de Bandini has been doing to keep customers and employees safe, and to prepare for the future beyond COVID-19. We also chat about the theater-esque aspects of running a restaurant, and of course, about good tequila, which has definitely become a new staple in my house this past year. And FYI, when he refers to Diane during this interview, he is talking about the restaurant's owner, Diane Powers. While you're listening to the show, go to casadebandini.com to see their full menu, which is available for pickup, delivery, and outdoor dining. And follow at Coast News and at Casa de Bandini on Instagram for an opportunity to win a $50 gift card to the restaurant. Just like and tag the giveaway posts that pop up in your Instagram feed. And don't forget to follow at Cheers North County while you're at it. I'll remind you that this show was recorded the first week of March 2021 and COVID-19 safety protocols at Casa de Bandini or any restaurant may have changed since then. Always check casadebandini.com for the latest information as to what they are able to do and what they have available. Now find yourself a good margarita or a tequila on the rocks because it's time for the show. My background is in restaurants as well, so I'm sure that it's been a fun couple of months. Oh, fun is not the word. (laughs) It's extremely difficult, but in challenging, but uh, we're getting through it. So it's good. We're still here. (laughs) Well, Gilbert, I would say welcome to the Cheers North County podcast. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad Casa de Bandini is still here. Uh-huh. Uh, but I want to know more about you. How did you get your start in the restaurant business? I did a little little digging, and it looks like you've been with Casa de Bandini a long time, but in the business for a long time, too. Yes, I have. I actually, uh, well, initially started in Carlsbad. I was going to high school. I got a side job as a dishwasher in, in Carlsbad and worked my way through there while going to school. But when I went to San Diego State, I was uh, walking around Old Town and uh, – looking for a summer job and I walked in to, at that time in Hamburguesa and I decided to get a job as a bus boy while going to school at San Diego State and basically as time went on went through San Diego State and then also continuing to management with Diane at Hamburguesa went into Casa de Pico and then uh, worked a little bit at Casa Bandini and worked all the way through 1995 with her uh, I've been bus boy a waiter bartender, 
server manager, you name it. <laughs> so it's been a good relationship. As you know, Diane uh, started uh, Casa Pico in 1971 and Casa Bandini in 1980. So, well, I was I left in 1995 to do my own restaurant for 10 years. Uh, I always had my heart and she's always been a friend and she lost her lease in, was it 2004? And about that time I was working in Italian restaurants and she was looking to expand out. And about 2009, she opened up, uh, she, well, she found the location for Casa Bandini up in, in Carlsbad. And she said, what do you think? Are you, you know, would you be interested in coming over and, and working for me and opening up Casa Bandini? I said, absolutely. Because, well, do you know anything about Carlsbad? I said, well, yeah, I grew up there. <laughs> so it actually was, a, it was a great, you know, all the way around, you know, coming back to full circle, back to my hometown and, you know, opened up this restaurant. So it's been really great for the last, you know, almost 11 years now. Yeah, that's a, that's a long partnership. I do miss the camaraderie of, of the business now that I'm not in it, you know, for the moment. I've, I've said in the past that I'm never going to go back, but that always ends up being a little flexible <laughs> when I get down to it. So true. What about the hospitality business appeals to you as a person? You know, why it's a, it can be a tough business. There's a lot of customer interaction. There's a lot of employee interaction. You know, why do you, why do you think you've lasted so long and, and been as successful as you have? Well, I really like the, you know, it's almost like putting on a show, you know, you, Starting, you work with the, the guests, you work with your staff, making sure that we not only are working to try to anticipate, but fulfill the needs of all the guests. And for us, you want to affect the, all five senses, you know, taste, smell, you know, sight. And that's one of the things that she has become known for is with the Mexican restaurants. It's an experience. It's not just to come out and eat, it's actually to come and experience and, and enjoy yourself. And go out and have a good time. So for me, that was always the thing about, you know, interaction with the guests is great, but, you know, putting on a show is what I like to do, you know? So for us, it was a great idea to come over here and Casa Bandini always had that history of, you know, almost stepping back to the days of the dawns with, you know, the atmosphere and, you know, the location and the, you know, the music, it just really worked out for me to come back to Casa Bandini almost 10 years later. Uh, as we're talking, I can hear kind of restaurant noise in the background, and I'm kind of getting a little emotional about it. It's been a long time since I've been in a restaurant because of the pandemic. Yes. How has the pandemic changed your job in the past year? I mean, what what has it been like? I mean, how have you had to adapt? And I know now we're going into a period where things are looking optimistic and, you know, outdoor dining is back, but... Uh, yeah. You know, what has this, this time been like for you and how do you think the restaurant has grown? Well, as you can remember, I mean, working in a restaurant, it's almost like, you know, you have to cover all bases and there's always something going on. You're, you're juggling all the balls. Well, now we throw in hazmat into it. It's, you know, everything has to be sanitized. Everything has to be clean. And, you know, that's one more step that we had to add into what we normally do. So besides doing all the you know presentation and and enjoyment for hospitality you also have to make sure our location is safe that the guests are safe but not only that but that the employees are safe and that everyone had to be retrained we had to think about new ways of doing things i mean as you can see i have my mask here but because i have my mask on you know almost eight hours a day straight through and it's making sure that when they sit down and have a break 
that they're six feet apart also, you know, just like the the guests. We, you know, we have to almost rethink of what we do and how we do it to make sure it's safe for everyone so that everyone will feel comfortable for the person that doesn't care about any of that, that they just care about having a great time and having shots of tequila to the person that's, you know, coming with grandma and they want to make sure that they can get together in a very safe and friendly environment and especially when they haven't been able to do so in you know many, many months. You know, one of the things that I've noticed as, over the last few months um, in just looking at Casa Bay de, de Bandini's social media and website is, is your safety efforts. And I, I know that even a year or so removed from my own staff and my own restaurant team, how important those people are to me. How has this time been for the staff? Obviously, there's been some upheaval and I'm assuming changes. Oh, yes. And that was one of the things that was really difficult. Yeah. I mean, when initially closing down, uh, that was really hard because we had to, you know, close down and, and get to a point where everything, you know, was taking away their livelihood. And I didn't know and no one really knew what was going to happen in the next month or you know, a couple months. But we were hoping we'd be back within a month. Turned out to be almost two and a half months later. But once we started building back our base back up, we started doing well again where people started coming out and, and coming and enjoying themselves during the summer. The worst thing that I had to do was actually close down a couple of weeks before Christmas. And that was hard because our employees, they're working for the families and their jobs, but right before the holidays, that was the most difficult thing that I had to do. But it was necessary because of what was happening in our little world, our little corner of the world, and having to make sure that everyone's safe not spreading this disease amongst each other, that took precedence. So we had to close this down again, go back to just to-go uh, orders. I, again, laid off 90% of my staff and just you know worked our way through, informing them and telling them, don't worry, we'll have you back as soon as we can. But right now, you know this is what we can do just to try to survive and keep the doors open, per se, with our to-go orders. Right, and then that's... It's a hard decision, but it's ultimately one that it's, you know, it sounds like, and I can imagine it where if I don't do this, there won't be a restaurant for them to come back to. Exactly. That's something that's happened. Now that we are in a moment where things are looking more optimistic, what, what are you guys doing? What are people able to do? Are you serving full menu? Is it, is it outdoor dining? To, I mean, what's the, what is, is today look like at Casa de Bandini? Today at Casa de Bandini, we have our outdoor patios. And luckily, one of the things that we did over the summer was we put a couple tent areas in the front of the restaurant in the parking lot and working with the uh, city of Carlsbad. They allowed us to, again, serve outside. And so our, our dining area is now about 65%, which is fantastic. And we have about yeah. 65, 75% of our, of our dining for outdoors is outside. And our claim to frame is our patios. I mean, they're gorgeous. So even so, you know, the tent area might be not as bright and festive. We still have colored lights. We still have uh, plants out there. We still have our, our the umbrellas. And it makes it, you know, still enjoyable to come and dine with us besides having our heaters and everything so we can get through this winter. And then come summer, hopefully everyone continues to come in and enjoy themselves. And eventually we'll be able to open up indoors. I hope so. <laughs> I think we all hope because it'll it'll mean we've turned a corner. I know how important the heaters are uh, even here. I'm from the Midwest, from Wisconsin originally. And so my family gives me, I mean, they're outside in shorts. It's 40 degrees, you know, uh, this 
I've been here long enough that I've adapted and I'm just as cold as anyone else uh, when I go out. When people are there, I know the one thing that you guys are really well known for is your tequila selection and your margaritas, which, you know, yes. are there's a whole bunch of them. So I kind of wanted to ask you just a little bit about that is what makes for a good tequila, in your opinion, and, and something that's good enough to make the list at Casa de Bandini in one of those margaritas? Well, it takes a little bit of, you know, it's like a fine wine. It has a little nuances, a little bit of this, a little of that. But for the tequila, what we're looking for is something that has a smooth flavor, nice flavor, but not where it's, you get that raspiness, but you get a little heat. So a little bit of heat, you get a nice smooth flavor, sometimes a little bit of sweetness to it from the agave. Uh, it could be a reposado, which has been rested in oak casks, which makes it a little bit smoother also, but it also gives a hint, undertones of whatever was in there before, like a nice cognac, which... Uh, you get little hints of vanilla. You know, one of my favorite tequilas is uh, Don Julio 1942, and it is an excellent, excellent tequila, but and it's a definitely a sipping tequila because it has a little heat, it has a little sweetness, but it has that vanilla undertone that just makes it smooth, and you just want to sit back, you know, watch a, sit by a campfire and, and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you guys able to still do drinks to go so people can get margaritas to go? Is that still happening? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. We definitely do all our, you know, we, any of our margaritas and any of our food is available to go. And nowadays I opened up the entire menu. So we have a full menu available to them from our high-end margaritas, our house our margaritas, which is you know, our staples from the seventies with our flavors of strawberry, peach, mango. And also, of course, we also have our, our Cadillac margarita, which you know, for us, we use 100% blue agave, Sazonitos Reposado. So it's a low-aged tequila. It comes off extremely well. You pour it in with uh, a little bit of uh, lime juice, agave nectar, and a little splash of Grand Meunier for the orange taste. And it's just as smooth as can be. And it's one of the most best-selling margaritas that we have. Well, that's that leads me to my next question is what, obviously the tequila, but it's, uh, besides the tequila, what separates a good margarita from a great one? Easy. Fresh lime juice. Fresh, Fresh lime juice. Fresh squeezed lime juice. Yeah, okay? Because all the other mixers, and as long as you can start with a good, you know, higher-end tequila, you know, that's, of course, the good, the good base. But if you start, if you use fresh ingredients, that makes all the difference in the world. So adding our fresh squeezed lime juice uh, a little bit of agave nectar with the tequila and a low splash gramenier, you, you know, that is the best margarita that you can have right there. I've got a neighbor with a lime tree whose uh, branches hang over onto the sidewalk, so I'll make a stop down there uh, sometime there you later. Go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyone who does listen to the show knows that I, I personally have gone through a, a, a long advancement in my tequila drinking uh, over the past year uh, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to... Uh, to try to start making my own margaritas uh, at home, but I'm going to have to come down there and pick up one or two to, to compare. I feel like that's, that's the thing I miss the most is being able to come out and, and get a drink from someone who does it professionally for a living and drinks taste better when you don't make them yourself. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's so true. And the thing is, is that's one of the things about a margarita in order to mix a margarita, you need to have tequila, you need to have fresh lime juice. You need to have, if you want sweet and sour, you need triple sec, you need, agave nectar and all this stuff, well, 
instead of going to the store and buying $50 worth of ingredients, how about just, you know, stop by the restaurant. We have, we could make a, a large margarita or a pitcher margarita for you to go. Ooh. And it's good for the, for the evening. Be I like that pitcher margarita. Uh, anything else that I should know about Casa de Bandini today? Well, again, we've been in business since, you know, Casa Bandini itself was opened in 1980 in Old Town, San Diego. So it was part of the uh, State Historic Park. We lost our lease in uh, 2005, and we, you know, we found a nice location here in 2009. And we are the same restaurant because a lot of people ask, go, oh, are you the one in Old Town or are you the one in, in Crosby? No, we moved. We're here in Old Town. It's the same uh, recipes. It's the same staff. It's it's the same ambience that we tried to depict over there, which was you know the ambience of you know good food, good quality food, good quality drinks and margaritas, and a fun atmosphere. You know, besides being you know as you can probably see from behind me, the decor is meant you know is incredible. Diane really brings all her talents into making the places warm and inviting. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to experience that inside, in person, for myself, with family and friends later this year. But uh, until then, I'll certainly take you up on those to-go margaritas, Gilbert. Sounds perfect. We love to have you. Uh, well, I appreciate your time today, and uh, cheers to you, sir. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and, and cheers to you. And we hope to see you in person very soon. A big cheers to Gilbert for being on the Cheers North County podcast. It was great to meet him and get to learn more about the team supporting this show. And on a personal note, I got fairly emotional hearing the sounds of the restaurant in the background. There's this unique music to the business, and even when there are no customers indoors, that emotional buzz is always still there, hanging in the ether. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. Thank you for listening and joining me for another happy hour. We will be back. But until then... Don't forget to read the Cheers North County column on thecoastnews.com and to follow at Coast News and at Casa de Bandini on Instagram so you can win one of the Casa de Bandini gift cards. If I could win, I'd get one of their famous margaritas with the good tequila. Maybe I'd get two. And a burrito. And if you are listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and review, preferably if you've enjoyed the show, but either way makes me happy. It really helps people find a local show like this one or helps spread the word by sharing this podcast on your own social media. Be sure to tag me at Cheers North County and the Coast News Group. This episode of the Cheers North County podcast was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is my editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Be well, stay healthy and sane, and keep living the dream. Cheers, everyone.